This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. The TalkSport Fan Network is probably supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app. You can also get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items. Delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. The share it with a friend deal. Even if that friend is yourself. Your McDonald's, your rules. Live your best morning with BOGO breakfast sandwiches only on the McDonald's app. Now buy one bacon, egg, and cheese McGriddles or sausage, egg, and cheese McGriddles and get a second one free. Valid for item of equal or lesser value. Limited time only at participating McDonald's. Valid one per day. Excludes one, two, three dollar menu. Visit McDonald's app for details. Download and registration required. The world is always on. But you shouldn't be. Put junk sleep to bed. During Mattress Firm's Labor Day sale, get a king for the price of a queen or a queen for a twin. And save up to $700 on ceiling. Talk to a sleep expert and unjunk your sleep today. Mattress Firm. College Talk full-time. I'm Russ Coleman, and joining me right now is Emilio Donnell, who was at Craven College for Fulham's 4-2 victory against Burnley. This show is our initial reaction to the result. I look forward to talking to Emilio, but before I do anything else, obviously I have to welcome him back to the show. Emilio, how are you feeling right now? Hi there, Russ. Feeling ecstatic. You know, three points in the bag. Um, a fairly dominant performance, in, 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 on, in all honesty. And, uh, yeah, for you, the weather hasn't been too good. Actually, pouring with rain most of the game. I've, right. I've just seen a car hit and run a parked car. So that's got me agitated as well. It's wow. a damage there, which, uh, which I'm very angry about. But overall, I'm not going to let that bother me. Fulham got three points on the board. And, uh, yeah, it was, it was a dominant performance against a team. Let's not forget, who finished seventh in the Premier League last year. So, you know, we should, we should be applauding Slav for making the changes. Applauding the team for, you know, dominating most of the match. Yes, there were a few few defensive lapses of concentration, but overall, sorry, deserved performance. And we, we start with three points on the board. Long may it continue. Absolutely, my friend. And let me ask you this, because I was surprised that we had so many opportunities to score. They scored four. They could have scored more. Were you surprised by the defense of Burnley? 
Absolutely. You know, they, you know, we look at other than, let's say, prior to 10 days ago, they, they wouldn't, you know, in Europe, they were scraping 1-0 wins, drawing 0-0 away. Uh, I think they've, they've hardly conceded any goal. The first game, they drew 0-0. So they, you know, they were known for the very tight defence, very organised, very strong, as you'd expect. But then they've gone off the rails a little bit. Last Sunday, they lost 3-1 at home. They lost 3-1 in the Europa League on Thursday, which, you know, those two performances gave me confidence that we can win and turn them over today. And then, right. you know, we scored four, but on another day, we could have scored eight. Absolutely. And we had about 20-odd shots. That was about, you know, crazy. I'd rather, you know, I'd rather we... We share the you know the, the shots on target against many games. I hope it doesn't mean we'll score, you know, concede zero, you know, no shots on target next week, and we have twenty today. So let's let's spread the uh, spread the, the joy and entertainment. But yeah, I'm surprised how bad Burnley played today. Very very poor. Listen, I guess they're dealing with this Europa League situation, and uh, it probably is having an effect. And it's funny because I was talking to the guys on the view of the opposition. And that is mm. something that I kept bringing up. I thought it would be a factor. Actually, one of the guys said he believed it could be a factor and it turned out to be true. But let me ask you this, because this is our initial reaction show. So let's start before the match. When you saw the starting 11, we'll talk about this on the post-match show as well. Mm. What were your thoughts? Because again, I was uh, a little concerned about Slavisa's choices, but it worked out very well. Yes, I did. You know, Bettinelli was obviously quite clear that he was going to start the game today after posting on Instagram last night. You know, personally, I'm surprised by that. I thought Fabri had a, a reasonably solid game against Tottenham. So obviously, you know, obviously something may have happened behind the scenes last week. There's goalkeeping coach leaving. There's obviously some some controversy, backroom yeah. gossip that, that we don't know about. That's yeah. contributing to that. I something going on. starting, you know, yes. and. Um, you know, I wasn't surprised seeing Kevin McDonald playing. I thought on a heavy pitch, wet pitch against a physical team, Kevin McDonald would be a better choice than Anguissa, who's you know just just only had you know only had one start so far this season. So he will be a very good player for us. But he needs time to settle in, you know, get himself adjusted to the Premier League. And this is a perfect type of match for Kevin McDonald. So I can see the logic of, of him starting the game. Um, but the other substitutions, I don't, I, other changes made. I don't, I'm not surprised. You know, I think they're the two of, people made me. Slightly surprised about Adoy coming into central defence, but what other options were there? Chambers to be dropped was the right thing to do because he was appalling against Tottenham. So no questions, no, I had no concerns about that. Okay. You know, if we had Mawson or Reamfit, then there would have been a natural slot in that position. But you know, Chambers unfortunately had two poor games, which is why he found himself on the bench today. Right. So not many surprises, but I, I can understand the rationale of the change that were made. And uh, at the end of the day, we were very adventurous today, very played very expansively, but. As with always, when we play in these sort of games, you're liable to concede at the back. And that's, that's the cause of concern today. But on the whole, let's, I'm not going to get too down about conceding two goals because we scored four and could have scored another four. I agree with you because uh, we were talking off air that Andre Sherlock could have scored a hat-trick. Obviously, yeah. Mitro could have scored a hat-trick. And you had opportunities from several players. And um, I guess you could say my initial reaction starts from the beginning, Emilio. Four minutes in, you have the... Wonder goal from Jean-Michael Serri. Mm. I want to get your Beautiful. thoughts on it because that is the first thing that stood out for me, obviously, was early on. You have that great goal. Absolutely. You know, it just, it just good movement on the left. You know, Vieto's pass to Serri. And it's just his touch and movement to get past the defender. And just, we could all see the, the opportunity there. There was, a, there was a straight pass for him to shoot on goal. And he did his decisive that was a top draw goal. Just what we needed to calm the nerves maybe quiet in some of the fans who maybe were critical of the starting eleven. So that's, that set us on the right foot. But it's unfortunate then 
that those you know that was short lived because you know Le Marchand gave away a sloppy ball on the halfway line and then Burnley had a man on and in in their defence they, they 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 took their opportunity defensively were very sloppy they should have dealt with it better but when you give the ball away cheaply like Le Marchand did you know at this level you're going to get punished now right. it's another reminder you can't afford to make those type of basic errors at this level because good teams will punish you not saying Burnley are a good team but the fact that they punished us, imagine what a Liverpool or Man City would do. So it's uh, another point. reminder, just, just keep things simple, don't be sloppy, and, you know, keep it tight. But if you, don't, if you do any, anything but that, you're just putting your defence under pressure, you know, you know, time and time again. And that's why, you know, we've only got back in the game undeservedly. They didn't deserve that. Well, what's interesting after that, you know, that was in the 10th minute, but Fulham were, were definitely on the front foot and it just continued. The first half, it, we have all these opportunities. You have... Surely having a couple in the 22nd and the 23rd minute. Then you have the uh, 35th minute shot by Mensa. So we are mm. creating more opportunities. And then you have the goals, two goals from Mitro in the 36th and 38th minute. Let's talk about these two goals because at this mm. point I'm feeling very comfortable. I think these goals were well-deserved, Emilio. Absolutely. You know, obviously, I haven't had the luxury of watching replays. There's the second goal from a short corner. Um, something obviously they've, they've played on the they training practice. ground. They've, yep. they've, yeah, they've practiced. It's quite clear. And then a looping ball into the, into the right into the corner post by Tom Kearney, if I record. And Mitrovic, you know, headed above everybody else, rose above everyone else, and headed perfectly in the, in the, into the net. And then but Bernie didn't have time to adjust. Two minutes later, another right beautiful ball from Vieto, and yeah. you know, thank you very Free much. Three-one. Yes. You know, beautiful. But again, you know, three-one. We should go into half time controlling the game, but. You know, we we conceded a sloppy corner, if I recall rightly, yes. and Burnley give them a juice. It's a good corner. There's controversy whether it was offside or not. Again, I'm I'm going by what what I saw. It was, I thought it was offside, but I haven't got the the, the hindsight of watching replays or slow motion or all that. But none, notwithstanding that, the goal was given. It was three two. We went into half time slightly nervous, but felt that we could we could get something in the second half and continue the way we did in the first half. And that's what we did. We were dominant in the second half. We could have had another, like I said, another three or four goals. And you know, Mitrovic, whew, what a handful! You know, I don't yes. want to, I don't want to be a central defender defending against Mitrovic in any game. You know, and then you've got Scherler, who was actually running the show second half. Oh, he was he fantastic. Getting more space. You know, then three, Seri, his passing, you know, sublime. You know, he's only going to get stronger and stronger and stronger. And you know, it's. Uh, we can all go home really appreciating the fantastic performance we saw. But you know, a few adjustments. A bit more tightening in defence, you know, keeping it tight where we need to be. Don't you know, don't always keep pushing up in numbers. But at times we were we were playing high up the pitch a bit too often for my liking. I think at times we just need to just take a step back, play a little bit more conservatively, protect the lead. And that's what he did towards the end. He put Chambers on just with to add a bit of yes. height in the defence just to protect the lead. Uh, but overall, I'm not going to complain. You know, we can all complain that there's improvements in the defence, but we scored four goals at home against a top seven team from last season. What more do fans want? That's three points on the board, and that's that's all we're going to do is keep going up, not down. So I'm, I'm very I'm very ecstatic. Well, what's good about this, Emilio, is that if this is the beginning stages of what Fulham are going to become, then we should be very encouraged, especially this performance. I know what's going on with Burnley with them being in Europe, but to get four past them and, and make them look. Mm. Again, not a great defense where we know that, that they do have a quality defense. It, it really was encouraging for me. 
And, uh, you know, and listen, they, they capped it off late in the match with the goal from Shoa to actually Mitro hits the post and then Shoa finishes off. And he thoroughly deserved that. Emilio, Absolutely. You agree? He did. He did. And, you know, you could see the frustration. He got he, he had so, in so many attempts on goals, some on target, some off target. But his, his running, his energy, his passing, that's, that, I think I mentioned it a couple of weeks ago, the home game against Crystal Palace, that first half, first 30 minutes against Crystal Palace. He was our most liveliest player. In the Midley, for Tottenham, he, you know, we're going to have to play a more rotational type of system in, in this division. So you will see some players not playing week in, week out. So that's like Ryan Sessegnon today on the bench. You know, is, is, that, is, that, is that him being drawn? Or is that Slav playing a rotational system to try to win today's game? So it's, a lot of it's all about tactical. You're not going to see every player playing every single game of their fit. It's all about rotation. And we've got the squad to do that now. And all we can do is keep, look, you know, keep doing the job in hand. Keep picking up the points, putting teams under pressure. And, you know, who cares if Burnley conceding three goals every game? That's not my problem. My, my, what I want is for them to get, for them to win the game and, right. you know, and dominate teams. And I think we've got to take courage from this performance. You know, we, I know we've got Brighton away next week. That's, on, that, on today's performance, that's another winnable game as well. You know, Brighton won't want to play against Mitrovic, the energy no. of Scherler, Vieto. These are all players who've only played one or two Premier League games for no. us. And, you know, Crazy. they're only going to get better. They're only going to get better. And that's the point, my friend, is that, like, we're talking about this. That's what's, you know, again, I understand why fans and myself concerned about the defense, but that should get better. And we also have a player that that's going to be starting with us hopefully soon in Alfie Moss, and we're going to throw him into the mix. Yeah, absolutely, but, absolutely. But if you, you look know, at what, yeah. what we're doing right now, just going forward, you have to be encouraged. I keep going back to that. Emilio. Absolutely. And I say, and again, it's, you know, there's a bit of, you know, something for people who listen to this show, you know, let's talk about Marcus Bettinelli. He's been so much uproar, you know, furore, whatever you want to call it. The last few weeks, he's been dropped, throwing his toys out of pram, not wanting to play for the club, blah, blah, whatever it may be. But he came in today, admittedly, didn't have much to do other than pick the ball out of the net twice, uh, which I don't think he was at Port Friendly, those two goals, really. Uh, first goal, I'd like to see again, could he have done better? You know, I'd like to see that again. But overall, you know, if we want to be critical, at times this passing is just the second half wasn't as good as it could be. Now, I'm not saying that's a totally great point. All I'm trying to say is, yes. you, you know, at times when you're winning 3-2, you haven't got that. You're still only protecting one goal lead. Your passing or distribution from, 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 you know, from the back wasn't good enough for a Premier League performance. So if fans want to disagree with me, by all means do so. But he was given a chance. He didn't, he'll play next week against Brighton, but he needs to improve his distribution at times. We want to be critical. He's given that moment to to play for for Fulham today, and whatever's going on behind behind the scenes, that's not for me to worry about. But you know, at the end of the day, he, if that was Fabry distributing the ball like Bertini did at times today, maybe you, you would have got a different reaction from the fans. So right, it's just it's just, it's just another talking point as well. <laughs> we have a ton of talking points, and Absolutely. I got one for the post match. We'll be talking about this because mm. I want your thoughts. I don't know if you got a good view of it. You obviously will get a better view for our post-match show. But at the match, the yellow card from Sherla, the uh, announcers were saying that it could have been a red. What are your thoughts? Did you get a good view of it? Yeah. Well, I, I, I saw him react. That's all I saw. I didn't see how extensive reaction was. I know, obviously, he there was a bit of a foul on – or I thought he got fouled. Or, and then did he stick his leg out? Because it was sort of he did. about two-thirds of the pitch away from it. To be honest, I, just saw, I saw a reaction there from Sherla. Now, I didn't see how, and I'd like to see the replay of that, but it's interesting you said it, it, on another day that could have been a red card for it. So that, yep. that's something, to, yeah, that's an interesting point. So I did see a reaction there from Sherla, but 
it didn't look as bad as it did from where I sat. Okay, very good. Another thing that stood out for me, Emilio, were the uh, fullbacks going forward. Mm, Watching the true, two very of good them, point. I just thought, again, it just we really stretched them. It's funny because, again, going back to view of the opposition, this is what we were talking about. Get the ball mm. wide and get the ball in the box. And this is what we kept seeing over and over again by both Joe Bryan and then, of course, Mensa on the other side. Talk about their job today. Uh, Mensa, obviously, I'll, I'll speak more highly of him today. I thought he had another outstanding performance. I, I yeah. raved about him against after the Tottenham game last week. I thought week. he was very good. Yeah, he was very good today. He had a lot of space. His decision-making was better than against Tottenham. So, again, he, every game he's learning, getting more experience. He had shots on target. He tried to make things happen. He got good balls in the box. So, uh, I'm looking. I'm excited about this young fella. You know, he's looking very good, technically very able, and combat, more confident as a defender than Cyrus Christie. So I'm I'm excited about it. So this guy's only going to get better. And Joe Bryan had a steady performance. You know, some good balls in the box. Some good. At times, I'd like to have seen him push up a little bit more, maybe a little bit conservative, sitting on the halfway line rather than maybe pushing up a little bit more. So do you think he's still adjusting to the Premier League? I think so. I think so. I don't think he's been outstanding. He's been steady. He will improve as well, game by game. But uh, the, you know, he's He'd maybe a little bit too cautious today. I think yeah. Mensa was definitely more attack-minded today, venturing forward, had a lot of confidence coming forward. And overall, you know, he deserves a goal as well because he he, oh. he, he had a shot, couple of shots on target. You know, so, but he, again, I raved about him away to Tottenham last week. And I'm, going, you know, I'm raving about him today. I thought he was very, very good. <laughs> very good there, my friend. Listen, we're going to go into much more detail on our post-match show, but I, I wanted to do our full-time show where we just get our initial reaction. Obviously, a sure. huge full victory. And before we go, just final thoughts from you about the match, and then we'll wrap this up, my friend. Overall, you know, very, you know, very positive performance. Four goals in the Premier League. Um, you, know, we've, you know, we've got lots to look forward to. All these, young, all these new players slowly starting to gel. You know, Seri pulling the strings in midfield. Kenny's injury, you know, potential injury there. That's a slight worry. A slight yep. worry we haven't talked about yet. Let's let's reflect on how serious that injury is because he he did go down pulling his knee quite extensively. So that there's a concern there. But overall, offensively, very exciting to watch. And you know, Mitrovic and Scherler are the two best players today. I'm going to give man of the match to Mitrovic because he scored two. He's hit the post. You know, you know that then came to Scherler scored a, scored the fourth goal. But overall, Mitrovic was a handful throughout the whole game. Yep. Absolute handful. So he he's my man of the match for sure. Probably a close second. Yep. But overall, you know, ex, you know, ecstatic, great win. Let's move on and let's focus on the Brighton game next week. I know we've got a cup game on Tuesday, but you know, you'll see the people on the bench today starting on Tuesday. Sure. It's all about rotation. It's all about squad rotation. Now, that's, if you want to be successful, you need to have two players for every position. I think we talked about that totally last agree. week as well. Well, let me ask you one quick question, and then we definitely will wrap this up because it's early days. You and I have talked about you were concerned that there might not be enough goals in this squad. Mm, I know it's early yeah. on. You feel a little bit differently on. now. Um, it's I'm, I'm not being I'm not I'm not being critical towards Burnley, but we were only playing Burnley. I know we still have to beat the team in front of us. We've still got right. to get you know still got to score more goals than them, but. We still need to score enough goals to win the games because we're still liable to concede. That, that's a danger. You know, you know, we won't score four goals against a team like Brighton, who are a team around us. So, ask me, let, let's keep us reflect on this game after game. I think there's, there's goals in sure. the team, but if, if it doesn't click, then there's not going, there's, there's not going to be the goals. And that's the worry. Today, things clicked, and Burnley were very, very poor. Doesn't mean, doesn't deflect on the fact that we played well and got, deserved the three points. 
Burnley were very, very disorganised today. Maybe too many games. They're struggling with not enough depth in their in their team. But you know, is there enough goals in this team? Still sitting on the fence. I'm still uncertain. Still uncertain okay. about that. Still uncertain. No, but let's see. But if these players start to gel, start to get confidence, wins bring confidence. Confidence bring goals. You know, then then we may have you know more success coming up. But it's all we can do is keep winning each game that comes up, and reflect on the goods and bads, and then and take those those negatives forward and improve next week. That's all we can do. But we should no one should complain today. We should let's 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 enjoy the moment and go to Brighton with full of confidence. Okay, excellent there, my friend. Well, let's wrap up this episode of Cottage Talk full-time. For my co-host, Emilio Danello, I'm Russ Coleman. Thank you, as always, for listening to Cottage Talk. It's the 90th minute, and all to play for at the end of the match. All your mates are around. You've got your McDougat share boxes ready to go. Your mates already got booked for double dipping, and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. Are you in? I know I'm in. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee, and terms apply. See McDonald's.com. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear, and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.